Like I was going to come with the intention of just bringing us straight playoff. Straight up playoff basketball. Bunch of good matchups. And then, what was it, yesterday morning when this happened? It broke out. It yesterday broke out yesterday morning. morning. Saturday. Then my boy got caught with another gun on IG Live. What do y'all, what do y'all make about this? Please, please tell me what y'all make about this. What does our future look like? What is this? Man, we bunch of fucking clowns. At, is it Memphis is is a clown ass team, bro? It's like do I do we even root for this team anymore, bro? What do we do? I don't know. Where do we go from here, bro? Why well, I keep saying we like I'm on the team, but where do they go from here, bro? Okay, it's not a good look. Oh, is my mic on? I hope so. You might have to like adjust it to be like this and shit. Like this? Yeah. Is it better? Yeah, that's better. But I mean, I really don't. I don't know. Uh, I mean, I'm still ride or die for the Memphis Grizzlies, but at this point, I'm just not surprised, bro. You're not surprised? I'm not surprised. You you didn't think y'all was going to change his way? I mean, I thought he would, but it seems like almost he's doing it intentionally now because at this point, I mean, we never really saw any of this until y'all signed his contract. You know, after he got paid, all of these things are starting to pop up, so... That video, I mean, it was obvious that he had a gun. And I had a few problems with that video. I mean, one, it's like on Instagram Live, right? It's not like a video where you just recording with your friends. I mean, I don't have a problem with him owning the gun mm. or even having a problem with him flashing the gun, you know? It's just one of those things that if it's being recorded, you know, maybe it was a regular video that some, like his friend could just save and drive, you know, one day they'll look back and see that they were years ago, you know, just turning up having fun, listening to the young boy. But the fact that he was on Instagram live, you know, IG live and broadcast to the, pretty much the entire world. Mm-hmm. And he saw the video too, you know, he, he's, his friend recorded him. And then after that, you know, he put the camera back on him. And that's when he flashed the gun. So at this point, I feel like Josh just doesn't care, you know? So, I mean, you could say that it may be the people that he's around, but even then, you know, he puts himself in those positions and, it just isn't a good look. So I'm not surprised that he's that I saw that video again. I mean, this is like the second time he's been caught with a gun. Second time in two months, though. Yeah. I feel like he just doesn't care. So why should I? Hmm. So, <laughs> I mean, there's multiple things I, I got to say about this. I kind of already told you Dylan Brooks was just getting scapegoated, bro. Man did one bad thing, talk shit. He, yeah, he, he did. He got a lot of texts, dirty plays, but man, there's an elephant in the room. Like, it was a fat ass elephant. Some dude, five incidents up to that point. Now it's this. This is number six. So there's been five incidents up to at that point. Five? Where you get five from? It's been on. Well, let's see. The Indiana Pacers is one. Punching a kid is one. The finish line. That's another. Him on Instagram Live at Denver. There was an incident when he went to his little sister's game here in Memphis, volleyball game. And she they confronted a teenager and smashed her phone. Like, dude, yeah, that's six. come on, bro. Not even including this one. That's seven. Oh my god. No, that that that's five. This is number that's six. Five. I mean, that, that we know of. Who knows? Who, who knows what else is out there? We can't even keep up anymore. So I mean, like, come on, bro. It's a big elephant in the room. He's supposed to be our number one option. Bro, I'm saying this as a Memphis fan. I've been a fan, like, as soon as I started watching with Marcus Saul versus Clippers and all that shit. 
Nah, but this ain't it, bro. We ain't, we ain't gonna win no championship within two years with this year. This ain't it. Next year we ain't win. We we definitely will not win one. The year after that, we ain't, we will not win one. Year after that, maybe, maybe. I wonder how long he's gonna be suspended. Okay, he was already mm-hmm. suspended eight games. And then now, it's kind of like they already warned him multiple times. It was a slap on the wrist, really. Yeah, I mean, I know that they said he was going to some, I don't know, some place in Florida, a rehabilitation center. Yeah, he didn't go. It's just like a PR move, I feel like. No, he didn't. You didn't have John Morant visiting anybody, talking about his um, what he could do better. It was just, like you said, a slap on the wrist. So it'll be interesting what the NBA does now. I don't think that it's in the Memphis Grizzlies' hand. I think it's like up to the NBA now. Yeah, they do. Yeah, it's just it's just too much at this point. Like, I think Adam Silver is a little too soft on the players. He's too pro player. Well, I mean, we're about to find out what they're gonna do because I mean, I don't think we've seen something. This All extreme. I'm gonna say, bro, if David Stern was still in, in charge, he, this shit would never got to this point. He would have shut that shit down. Day as the first incident, called John Morant to New York NBA headquarters, and he he'll have a real real talk because he had a real talk with Carmelo Anthony. Carmelo Anthony back in the day at the time was a bigger star than John Morant. And he got him to chill the fuck out. He, he would have got John Morant to, you know, you can be all that shit out the fucking league or you can be in the league. And Then when Gilbert Arenas got kicked out of the league, he, David Stern was in, in yeah. charge, wasn't he? Yeah. Uh, I don't think we've seen, I mean, this is like the first like big thing to come out. Major. Controversy since like, I think it was like Miles Bridges. And Miles Bridges is out the league. Like, he's not even in the league no more. So, I don't know if he's too soft on them, but Miles Bridges did do some, like, crazy shit. So, uh, we're going to find out what he do. Um, but when when you say, like, you don't see it and us and the – I keep saying we – and the Grizzlies winning, is that coming from a place of the team structure or because y'all think he's going to keep getting in his own way? Like, do y'all even see him changing? I mean, I didn't see it actually affecting – um, the Grizzlies season. I mean, if he misses game, that'll affect it, but I don't think that... Or the championship hopes. You don't, yeah, you don't see I that mean, because Josh's still a superstar in the league, you know? If he cools down, you know, and just cheers out, then you put the right pieces around him, the Grizzlies still have a chance of, you know, making a deep run in the playoffs. So I don't feel like, I mean, his off-court things are going to really get in the way of what they got going on in the season, unless he does get it suspended and, you know, Memphis approaches this season with trying to be the the targeted team again, but if as long as they're cool, calm, collected, and Josh just cools down, you know, don't make the headlines for something like this again. I still got my hope in the Grizzlies. I'm pretty sure they're still going to be a good team, still well coached. You know, it's just unfortunate that the the players that are on the Memphis Grizzlies who have the most eyes on them are just doing the worst things on the team. You know, but well, we got one down. One is going to be on another team next year, so. And the other one is going to be suspended. I think half a year suspension or a 20. I don't, I think 20 games is too light, bro. I, just, I don't see this team. Who's supposed I think to be I think you're the I think you're the one. Yeah, you, you're the one saying leader, they're not a bro. championship. I just don't see it. Like, you could be a great team, but championship is a champion team. They're not just great. They're phenomenal. They have to be phenomenal because throughout the whole season, they have to be clicking getting their shit together. And when it comes to playoff, they got to knock out, what, four teams? And that's a seven-game series. You're not playing against the 13th seed, the eight. You're playing against, you know, it could be the fourth seed up to the 
second and first seed, the further you get down the line. So I just don't see Memphis having a good leader. They just don't have the guy that they can rely on. Like, are you gonna, because John Morant, as phenomenal as he can be, just like Kevin Durant, he's not a leader. But Kevin Durant needs a leader on his team to win a championship. So John Morant has, to, he he can be on a championship team, but he isn't the guy. But you don't think with the right moves and if you can bring in like veterans, like on it's not even just a veteran. You need like the guy, like he's he's gonna be the guy. Like when it comes clutch, that's who you need. He's gonna be not just on the court but off the court. He's saying all the right shit too. The players you, in the locker mean, room. Are you saying like a leader, or are you a saying, leader? Or you mean like a like a clutch performer? When you saying the clutch, man, there's there's people that can be both. Like CP3, a phenomenal leader, oh. not anymore, but you know what I mean. Oh, okay. Like he was, he can perform clutch. He was clutch as fuck against Memphis in the playoffs. I, plenty of shots, even in the regular season, and he leads his team off the court. He you know tells them what they need to know. I just don't see that from John Morant. And then just seeing him doing this shit off the court, I mean, I don't, how much of a good leader is he in the locker room? Yeah, I think it's, like, interesting because, yeah, what he did was legal, you know. It's not even, the, but it's just, like, come uh, yeah, on, It's just, bro. like, the image, you know, because he yeah. still is endorsed by Powerade. He's yeah, endorsed by Nike. He has a money problem. Isn't, isn't his Powerade shit over? Didn't they cancel that? I don't know. I think I'm it's postponed, sure. bro. I mean, it's just... Fuck all the money. I'm talking about like, bro, you're supposed to beat our guy, lead by example, and you're doing this shit. I mean, fuck the money. Fuck the legal shit. It just, as a team, I just don't, nah, you can't beat a leader doing shit like that. I think it, uh, and then so, you get, thinking of the context, this isn't number one, number two, this is number six now. In one year? Come on, bro. Every other month you're doing something? Nah, pimp. I can't, I just don't see it. <laughs> I just don't see it, bro. The best hope case scenario is that he actually learns from whatever they the the whatever repercussions he faces is. Or they bring enough. in another Stephen Adams type. You said bring in another Stephen Adams type player, yeah. And hopefully he just learns, man. Hopefully the the fine or whatever repercussion he faces is heavy enough for him to realize what he's doing ain't right, bro. Whether yeah. that's him losing his contract with Nike, that's a possibility. Like anything, I mean, I don't know what's gonna happen at this point. No. Any more comments on Joe? No comment. <sighs> yeah, I'm I'm just done with that, man. Speaking of being done, New York Knicks got eliminated this week. We got that that happened. I think that yeah. happened Wednesday. When did it happen? Um yeah. who'd you have? New uh Knicks or Heat? I don't really remember. I don't think. I don't think. You just. I think you said I ain't gonna make no predictions. Yeah, I'm not making. <laughs> I'm not gonna make any predictions at all. I'm not making predictions for next series. Like I'm. I'm done making predictions. Mine are dead. I had the 76ers and the Phoenix Suns being at the finals. Mine are dead, bro. Mine. They're, they're, I was way off by like a mile. <laughs> so, how are y'all assessing the Heat right now? Are they? Man, I just hate that I cannot get myself. Can you say believe to see them as contenders? Am I believe. crazy? Are y'all seeing something that I'm not seeing? Yeah, these for real. <laughs> you don't see number twenty two on there. Are these motherfuckers legit? <laughs> nah, they're not legit, bro. They're not. Ah, oh, shit. <laughs> they're not it's beating bad. the Celtics. Unfortunately, they're not beating the Celtics. They're not. Miami and six, bro. 
That's going to be the I'm same. Not the I'm not saying anything. Lakers in six, Miami in six. I'm not saying anything. I'm I got saying. a, I'm like, yeah, I'm going, I got a good record for the finals with all the conference finals so far. I mean, hold on. Did we have, yeah. now wait, you had the 76ers, right? Yeah, I had yeah, 76ers, okay. I ain't gonna lie. If I'm not mistaken, so. Sorry, it's team. Hey, y'all already know who's gonna be in the finals. It's gonna be Celtics and Lakers. Celtics and Lakers, it gotta be. I'm not saying competing for their, I'm not. Competing for that banner. I mean, there's no perfect script. Shit, it, has it to will be, be a nice same. script, I ain't gonna lie. Or it could be uh, a bubble rematch. I don't know. I, I can't, I can't yeah, It's count pretty much that. already a bubble rematch now. Yeah. It's a bubble rematch, but. Yeah. Yeah, I can't. I can't count these folks out, man. I'm not gonna count them out. So uh, you got the Heat over the Celtics. No, I'm not saying I have the Heat, but I'm not gonna count them out. I'm not gonna count them. Just going. They're ranked top ten in clutch defense and top ten <laughs> in clutch offense. They have the most clutch wins in the league. In the in, they have the most clutch wins in the season. So that gives me hope about them. What doesn't give me hope is this series, particularly against the New York Knicks. I feel like they were matched up perfectly to win that series. When I mean that. Both teams can't shoot, and that's one problem that I see from the Heat going into facing the Celtics. They're shooting. They shot 30% against the Knicks from three, and the Celtics in the, the Hawks series, they shot 40% and 38% against um, the Sixers. So when I see that, it's just very interesting to see. But I, I don't want to count the Heat out because we've seen what aggressive Jimmy can do. He's had days of rest to rest that right ankle which i think kind of messed him up too so i want to know what y'all see from them from those from those two teams not much not much on the heat <laughs> so you tell they tell me it's just gonna be a steamroll uh, the celtics are gonna steamroll them i got the celtics in six i mean this is a different heat team as well because they're still injured and they did surprise me and shock me when they beat the Bucks, but I feel like they're gonna beat the Knicks for sure, like a hundred percent. But Celtics, that's just a whole different breed, bro. Like no disrespect to the Heat and what Jimmy Butler is doing, but the Celtics are just like a completely different breed. At first, for the Heat, you had to worry about pretty much Jimmy Butler and Bam as your second best player. Now you got to worry about Jason Tatum and. Remember what he he just did? I mean, fifty one points in the game seven. He could erupt any night, and that's not even we haven't got to Jaden Brown and all those other players who can make a difference on the team as well. So I just think that the Miami Heat are just overmatched, and the Celtics are they just got the better advantage. They're a better team from top to bottom. I don't know, man. I understand one hundred percent. They are a different breed. No, I, they have a a great team. They have. Marcus Smart, a great defender and hustler. Jason Tatum, who can click any night. Jalen Brown, who can also click any fucking night. Then you got Al Horford, a great big man that can defend at the rim and score and stretch floor. It's a great team. But this playoffs, spe- specifically Jason Tatum, he hasn't been performing like early on in the game. And I think, I, just, I don't know. I just don't, I just don't know why that happens. Like occasionally he'll just just go dead. I mean, yeah. Like the 76ers and Celtics game, the game before the game seven, when he just um only had what three, four points for the entire game and then four quarters. It's just, just weird. Like, took off, you know. If he didn't, if it wasn't for that, it would it would have been blowout. It would have been wraps for sure. You know, they would the game would have been over and we'd be talking about the 76ers going against the Heat. 
in the East Conference Finals. But yeah, I just don't see Miami beating the Celtics. Celtics are healthy. Mm-hmm. They just got a better team. And after seeing what they've done, like especially to the 76ers, you know, the MVP is on the 76ers teams and they just blew them out. Game seven, you know, they were like a no show, James Harden and B. So it'll be a tall task for the Heat. And I don't think they'll be able to do it. They got potential though. Yeah, I'll give them a puncher's chance. They, I mean, they did sure. it to the to the Bucks, and everyone had them winning the finals. Yeah, they're yeah. they they've proven me wrong multiple times, and they got Eric Spolster too. On top of that, and defensively, they're still they made one of the best teams left in the playoffs defensively, um, along with the Lakers. You can even argue that they're a better defensive team than the than the Celtics at this point. And it's going to be interesting to see because they run a lot of zone. And you do have two non-shooters at the end of the day on the Celtics where you have. And it's going to be interesting if they do the Robert Williams thing again. They did against the the, the Sixers where in the game seven where fucking Embiid had like the worst night in the seat where he had his worst like shooting night of the whole season. And then alongside you got Marcus Smart and Derek White who aren't dependable shooters. I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see. So that's why I don't, I'm not going to completely count out the heat. I'm not, I don't even think they're overmatched by like, oh my God, it's such a mismatch. I want to see this. I think each game is going to be real scrappy and the heat are going to make it that way. They're going to make it a grindy game and I'm going to see, I want to see how that, how that goes. I'm not going to get a prediction though. I ain't giving no prediction. Prediction. I'm going to predict it. Like on game it's, seven, there's only four teams left. Come on, you gotta. Get I'm not predicting yet, bro. I'm not predicting. I'm done. Lakers my, my gonna predict- win it all. My predict- my, my prediction. <laughs> my predictions. I'm not. I'm done with prediction. I'm just looking at. <laughs> I'm just looking at what's ahead, and that's it, bro. I'm not. Uh, I'm done. I mean, yeah, we talked about the Celtics, but we gotta talk about the 76ers as well. Oh man. I mean, it seems like this team is just like cursed. You know, the personnel they have, I mean, James Harden is cursed. Embiid is cursed. Doc Rivers, cursed, you know, all the leads he's blown in the playoffs. All them gay set with game sevens. Yeah. He's four and, four and ten. Yeah. Before we move on to the Sixers, I do want to say that Julius Randle need to get traded. Julius Randle needs to get traded from the Knicks. Why? I mean, at this point. It's Julius Randle, bro. What do you expect? You but think come he was going to go crazy in the playoffs time come or something? On. Nobody showed up but Jalen Brunson. The dude had 41 points. 11 for 22. Emmanuel Quigley didn't show up. RJ Barrett was 1 for 10. <laughs> Julius Randle, 3 for 14. Just pretty much a non-factor the whole series, bro. Not surprised. This is, he needs to go. <laughs> like, he, needs, bro, he needs to go, bro. Like, he needs to go. The only person to stay there is Jalen Brunson. And I don't know why... Derek Rose or Evan Fournier didn't at least see like a minute in the in the series at all. So I don't even know Tom Thibodeau was how we seen how coach they're getting fired. I don't even know he stayed with the Knicks. Yeah. I just need to say that. I'm not gonna lie, like that's frustrating. I just had to let that frustration out. Julius Randall gotta go, bro. He's gotta go. Means, means I think every Knicks fan agrees that he he's gotta go. I'm not a Knicks I said fan. Julius Randall. That's your boy, bro. Just say Julius everybody. <laughs> that's your boy, ain't it? I'm just seeing it from an unbiased perspective. Right? He got to go. You performed that bad? Yeah. But he averaged 18 points off like 30% shooting and 20% shooting. Like, come on, man. Like, you got to go, bro. You got to go. Get out of here. Switch it up. But yeah. But on to the 76. You, saw, you said his record is in game seven, though? Four and 10. That's not bad, though. 
About to say, boy, I mean, the leads that he's blown though, it's just yeah, that was a question know. I had. Do y'all see Doc Rivers still being with the Sixers? He he saw his um post exit interview. What do you say? Man, he said, I, I guess so. I got two more years here, <laughs> bro. Guess so. He doesn't even seem like he wants to be there, bro. They're gonna say, get your bitch ass out of here. Do y'all think at this point, with all the years that he's been there and the amount of talent that they've had since he's gotten there? That he just pretty much had lost the locker room. Like how how do you come? How do you even bounce back from this? I think after getting your ass kicked, handed to they didn't just get beat, bro. Dude, something something's they gonna happen in the offseason. Either James Hart is gonna leave, Doc Rivers is gonna be gone, like or some shit, bro. Like in the third quarter, they literally just gave up. Yeah. At, at, and like in the fourth quarter, their 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 um bench unit was already in. Like it was over, bro. I mean, yeah, it, it was a close game. They had pretty much through three quarters and then. Celsius went on what thirty three to five run or something, bro. Uh, yeah, in the blink of an eye. I swear to God, the Sixers were stuck at sixty five for like seven, eight straight minutes. So like they could not score a bucket. Dicks, I mean, Harden, <laughs> no show in the fourth quarter. I think he only attempted like one shot, and that's if we talk about the other games as well. In the fourth quarter, he takes like no more than three shots. So I don't know what was happening to James Harden. I don't know what happened to Embiid. I don't know what happened to the seventy six. He looked like. Best player on the team was like PJ Tucker, I mean, Tobias Harris. I uh, yeah, Tobias Harris was aggressive as well. Yeah, to start off the game he was aggressive. Yeah, and then I don't know, I don't know what happened, but Celtics just wasn't missing. And a masterclass from Jason Tatum just brought them home. Yeah, he broke Steph Curry's record from like two weeks ago. We just got the game seven record broken twice <laughs> in yeah. the same in the same playoffs. Crazy uh, trivia question. Who's the highest played player on the 76ers? Can you guess? If you would have to guess, who would it be? Harden. I don't think it's hard. I think Harden like took a pay cut or some shit like that. Who's the highest played player on the 76ers? Like, is it Tobias Harris? It's Tobias Harris. Uh, and when you're getting <laughs> 12 points per game from a dude that's making almost $40 million a year. I mean, not even in the playoffs. What the fuck are you doing? I haven't heard about Tobias Harris the entire season. Well, not 12 points. I think he's on like 17 points, but still. But he's been quiet the whole season, literally. He's getting paid $39 million a year. He's the highest paid. Well, until next season when MB's contract kicks in, he's the highest paid player on the team, bro. Tyrese Maxey, they're lucky he's on a rookie extension, bro. Makes no sense. He got to go. <laughs> he, Him and Doc Rivers got to go. You and know, James yeah. Harden said he might. He has strong interest in going to the Rockets. Let him go. Hold on. Let him go. Hold on, hold on, hold on, Pim. And there's some interest of him going to, to the Suns. Let him go. Let him go. Fuck the Suns. The Suns, bro. This morning I saw that shit, bro. It's too soon. I think it's just too soon. At this, at this point, Harden has built a reputation, in my opinion, that he's he'll, he's going to get you. He's going to get you wins in the regular season, but when it comes to the playoffs, you can't count on him, bro. And I think Embiid is starting mm-hmm. to build a bit of a reputation like that too, because his game seven and playoff performances ain't good either. His his stats go down during the playoffs and and during game sevens, elimination games to be precise. So Sixers are in an ugly spot. They got a lot, a lot, a lot to do. They're really disappointing. Disappointing. Super disappointing. Very disappointing. I mean, they look great though when they're up three two. Yeah. yeah. If Harden would have came out with like 25 and MB would have scored 30 and they would have lost a close game, maybe in overtime, like, okay, we talk differently about them. They got their fucking ass handed to them. Yeah. That was bad. 
Like that was embarrassing, bro. In the blink of an eye, too, just boom. yeah. And now you're starting to see it kind of. I think the 76 were really just outmatched in a way because I saw what was it? It's, in total, the Celtics won their game by a total of like 19.2 points per game, like the margin of victory for them against the Sixers in the series. And the Sixers were only won their game by 5.8 points. So like every time that the Sixers were losing, it was an ass whooping. And every time the Celtics were losing, it was like a close game. It's been that way for years. The 76 <laughs> just don't do good against the Celtics. I remember B talking about it like a couple of years ago. He was just like, there's no rivalry. The Celtics just always kick their ass and they're still doing it to this day. Mm. It's like they're kryptonite. So what do you what do you guys think? It was a disappointment. It was a failure. July Giannis. It was a failure. <laughs> I'm just playing. But no nah, though, bro. I ain't gonna lie. All that shit over talking about Jokic like he don't show up in the playoffs and he's a fraud MVP. Nah, pimp. Tables have turned. I mean, well, the MVP's just, a, yeah, it's a, a regular season, season award. Yeah, don't. Nah, I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna take that from NBA. NBA no, no, I'm talking about like he dominated the. No, I'm just season. saying how they would say they would say he wins MVP and then performs horrible yeah. like in the playoffs. I mean, tables got, have turned. They got a point. Are oh, you talking about Jokic? Jokic is proving people wrong, but I mean that's not we're not there yet. Uh, but yeah, I think James Harden might leave. It's gonna be out that motherfucker. Good possibility. That's a really good possibility. I hope he goes to the Suns. Fuck the Rockets. Oh, he goes to the Suns. Pair like you chasing, chasing KD around. Maybe or I don't. I don't think, think Harden wants to actually be that explosive anymore and be a scorer. He wants to just facilitate the ball now. I don't think they'll be able to sign him to the Suns though. Oh man, no shit. They can't. Yeah. Uh, hold on, I they got have, you right here, bro. They have. Um, they still got those four players: KD, Devin Booker, DeAndre Aiden. Chris oh, they're going. Paul. They're going. They're probably going to trade DeAndre Aiden. Chris well, Paul. You want to talk about the Suns or hold on, no. No. Cameron Payne and Shamit? Those five. Those one, two, three, four. Six. Those six players alone put them over the luxury cap. They're going to take like twenty million. Bro. DeAndre Aiden is going to be traded. They're sick. But how much value does he have? Him and Chris Paul. But like you said, he how much money does he take up in the you know the? Cap? I didn't look at each, but all six of those players. But he takes up a good chunk though. Yeah. So if you get rid of his ass, you can bring in a James Harden. He's probably not gonna want all that money. He's gonna probably he might just do a year like he he's been doing, and just take a small little thing to chase a ring. Just the issue right now is how valuable are those players? They're like their values at all time low. Yeah. Aiden's out of low. CP's out of low. Like. Who the fuck wants to trade for CP3? Who wants to take on that big old contract for a 38 going on 39-year-old player who is injury prone? And then you got Aiden who's average, what, like 10.8 points? Indiana wanted him. Yeah, but now they see that he averages 10.8 points in the playoffs. Shit, they may still want him, but on a discount. That that takes off. That frees up um, your salary cap. And I don't know, shit. Who knows what you might get from that. Mm. Oh yeah, and that got me thinking. The 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 seventy six. I'm telling y'all, they chose Tobias Harris over Jimmy Butler, <laughs> and you want to know why they chose over him? Because an undisclosed, um, high ranking, uh, worker in the seventy sixers front office said, "How are we going to control Jimmy about his temperament?" And that made Jimmy not want to come back to the team. I mean, he never had a temperament though. He just kept it real. Just he wouldn't. But they didn't like that. 
and they kept Tobias Harris over Jimmy Butler. And I look at them. It just made me think, like, 76ers front office dessert. Because they're, like, the they're playing, like, the blame game. I think everybody gets blame at the end of the day. Everybody got a piece in it. James Harden has a piece in it. Embiid, Tobias Harris, everybody, pretty much. The front office, how they've handled it. The coach. <laughs> the coach, for sure. And then they just sprinkle on top that they could have had the best. I was on Sixers Reddit. They're like, they really could have had the best, one of the best playoff performing players on their team instead of Tobias Harris. <laughs> just think about that. No, because they didn't know how to quote unquote control someone. Like, what do you mean control? Just let that sit in. Uh, That's such a Sixers thing. But I guess in their defense, the times were different then. That's still when they had Ben Simmons and True. JJ Reddick. Uh, yeah. They had they had a squad. That was their best chance to win a championship right there. Yeah. For sure. It sounds stupid. Front office. But I know who has a good front office. Who? <laughs> Y'all already know. Who. The team that made it all happen. The team that started off two and ten. This team. Oh, man. <laughs> I even wrote I even wrote a note right here. Everybody got a whole page and a half for their series. And then the Lakers Warriors. I'm, I'm going to let y'all talk about this. I'm going to let y'all carry me. But, uh, man, the Warrior Dynasty is over, bro. I'm just, <laughs> why? why? Why is it over? I'm going to tell you why. This ain't me. This is from mad people on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Fucking mad dumbasses. So they said LeBron figured out the Warriors. He got them figured out. What do you guys think about that stupid ass statement? I don't know about that, bro. I don't know if <laughs> I think it was just a bad matchup. I think the Lakers just a bad but, matchup for the Warriors. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Did you have the Warriors though? Yeah. So how's the bad that was matchup? Before, but that was like in the beginning when I was making predictions. Uh, I'm telling you, I'm done with the predictions. Oh man. I see I see more clearly now that the rain has gone, you know? Like <laughs> Yeah. Probably didn't get the reference. But I see I see better. That's why. I'm not about to hop on here and be like, Nuggets in six, Nuggets in five, Nuggets sweep. Nah. Lakers I can see six, a world bro. where the Lakers beat the Nuggets, but I can also see a world where the Nuggets, Nuggets beat the Lakers. Yeah. You can't play the safe game, though, where you got to give your take. No, no, no. Is this a hot take your... podcast or is this just no, a, a bad take? It's a whatever podcast. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not giving. I'm analyzing, but I'm not going to give hot takes. It's not hot takes, though. It's just a guess. Yeah, it's what you think would happen. Do I look like Big Perk? Do I look like big person? Hey, but there's a difference between, between giving a hot take and being a dumbass. Come on, bro. Do I look like do I, look like I work on first take for you, bro? <laughs> you ain't saying outrageous shit. I'm just saying. I don't know. Like, At I this point, there, is, there can be a hot take now because if you really think about it. Who do you think is going to win? Hey, I don't just, know. Any team you, can really win. Just, I, I don't know. I mean, we know the Lakers going to win, but even if you say another <laughs> team, not, uh, I mean, it's not a hot take, I feel like. Fun but, fact, when the Lakers beat... The Nuggets. Oh, they were both really different teams in the bubble. They're they're not even the same damn roster. Yeah. This is a complete. I think the Nuggets roster. were injured too. They had uh, Jam- no. They, they had, had Jamal t- Murray. They had Gary Harris. Uh, Michael Porter Jr. was coming off the bench. Paul Millsap was starting. And who else they had? They had Jokic, Will Barton. Pa- pa- yeah, and Will Barton. It was a different team. It was the same yeah. team. It was, it's a very different team. They didn't have Aaron Gordon either. It's um, gonna be a good series though. It's gonna be a heavy. That's gonna be a good series. It's tomorrow night, ain't it? That's the one yeah. I hope. That, that one's the one that I want to see go game seven. You know, they, they're doing um, the lottery picks tomorrow for the draft. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The like, first 14 teams, they're going to ditch it out. Hell, yeah. So we're going to find out who gets Victor Victor already. I'm According still, to y'all, bro. I yeah, think Scoot Anderson will be number yeah. one. But, 
gonna keep my opinion that I think Anthony Davis is still the most important player in the series. Even on this, even this series, not gonna lie. Yeah. Um, before we move on to like the Lakers and Nuggets, we do have to talk about the Lakers and the Warriors because I mean, no man, we gotta talk about. It. You said, um, yeah, we kind of skipped the over dynasty. It. Dynasty is the dynasty over? I think it is. I think mm. the Warriors dynasty is over. I mean, I thought that they would be. It would have been over last year, but no, they proved me wrong. But this year, it's definitely over because if you want to break it down and look at the Warriors when they were a dynasty, those players. Literally every player on that team, they're not the same. From their best player, Steph, because Steph is playing, still playing at an all-time level, and we forget that he's old as well. You know, we always talk about LeBron being old, but he's thirty-five, isn't he? Yeah, he's thirty-five. He's old too. You know, Curry's old too, but he's still performing at a high level. But even then, I just don't see that same Curry. You know, that Curry that we feared each and every night that could go off for forty. You know, there's been games where he struggled. There's been games where he just doesn't seem the same. Of course, yeah. he still explodes, but I feel like... He didn't do it against the Lakers, though. Yeah, he did it. He did it. And it was um credit to the Lakers. It was just how they played them. They, they were just wearing them down, put a lot of defenders on them. They were you know, getting out to them early and making others, forcing others to play make or make their shots. But, I mean, Steph, not saying that he isn't nowhere near the same. He just... I, feel, I see, like, a little... A regression. Yeah, a little regression. Again, he's still... The greatest shooter of all time, and he could always win you a series, multiple series. But I think the Warriors are just overmatched with the Lakers. They really didn't have an answer for AD, and that's their best player kind of regressing. If you want to break it down to Clay Thompson, Clay Thompson not the same at all. We can say that with a hundred percent. That's that's well, a fact. What did he go three for like eighteen or something like that? I mean, last three game? For, yeah, three for eighteen. And they were open looks he was getting too. Open like, looks, open you know? looks. Lakers play great defense, but a lot of those shots were open. You know, open looks. He's just not knocking them down. Draymond Green. Still not, you know, his role has changed. He isn't as that offensive, not even a threat, but he really doesn't look to score anymore. He looks to dish the ball out to the other members of the team, and they're not knocking out a shot. So Steph has regressed. Clay Thompson is the same. Draymond is Draymond. Jordan Poole regressed. I mean, if we mm-hmm. take a look at what he did last year in the finals, I mean, he was a big part of why they won. Now, this series, this playoff slope that he's in, or was in it lasted all the playoffs, the entire series. Literally. So they really don't have. I mean, Andrew Wiggins. I know that he was dealing with some personal stuff, and he still showed up though. Like yeah. He did. He did. He put in his contribution. And I think um, Kerr said it. something about the last game. He was like something was going on with him, like he was hurt or something, and then he still like got on the court. Yeah. Or whatever. But I think Andrew I mean, Wiggins is underrated in a way. I feel like he's a, he's an underrated player. Yeah. So as far as the dynasty, I think it's over. They they got to switch some stuff up. But uh, as far as LeBron figuring them out. I don't I don't know if LeBron figured him out. LeBron has always outplayed, you know, the Warriors. It, literally every matchup that they've had, LeBron has always been the best player on both teams, whether it was the Cavs and Warriors or whatever the case may be, but they just had the better team. So I don't know if he figured it out or figured them out. I just feel like they're always just overmatched when they went against LeBron with the KD Warriors and even the 15 to 16 teams with the Cavs being injured. So... Mm-hmm. Um, it was great to see those two players go at it though. You know, Curry and LeBron. Maybe it's the last time they'll ever meet in the playoffs. We never know. Yeah. I don't know if the dynasties. Well, when we say dynasty, the dynasty is like for certain that they're gonna win a championship. Yeah, those days are over. I feel like there's teams in both conferences that are better than the Warriors at this point. Um, how they are. And you're right, they're going to have a lot of questions to answer because 
you just paid Jordan Poole and do you want to keep him with the big money you gave him? You paid Andrew Wiggins big money. They better not keep Poole. Draymond has a player option coming up, so he could potentially walk. And you never really know what that's going to lead to if he walks. I mean, I'm assuming he's going to pick it up because it's $20 million. He, you know, I don't know. Another team offers him that. And if it doesn't, <laughs> you know, he's going to pick it up. So he's going to eat up the salary cap. So you're pretty much looking at the same team that you got this year, next year. And if it's the same team, they're not winning. I mean, it took a historic game from Steph just to get you past the Sacramento Kings yeah. in the first round. And next year... I mean, the West isn't going to get any easier. You know, it's going to be the same. It's going to be tough. So the dynasty over in terms of them being at the top and being like the first certain, hell yeah, those days, they've been over. Like those, That's been done since KD left, to be honest. Those days have been over. Yeah. But I still think that with some right moves, maybe they trade they trade Kamingo or, or Moody and try to get something and move some stuff around, get a big man. Like they never addressed the big man issue. And you saw yeah. that. It was apparent in the Lakers series, like, Kevon Looney's the only big man out there. Mm-hmm. And I remember that saying, like, they need a big man. They should have went out and got, like, Jakob Pertl. He was, like, the big name going around. So there's still stuff that they can add and address. But, again, they're tight on money. <laughs> they're tight on assets. They're, like, a lot of teams. They're just real tight, and they're going to have to make, like, some smart moves to be competitive again. I think this shit might be over for real. Like, in spirit, sport to go and say Warrior fans, it's still alive, but no, nah, man, I think, I think it's done. What do y'all think about the series in general, though? You know, I know the Lakers I'm obviously surprised. won, but I'm surprised. You surprised? Well, I know I you had the Warriors yeah, winning, I'm surprised, bro. I'm not gonna lie. You didn't see them just like losing in six? No, I didn't see them losing in six. Uh, I think I was really disappointed in Clay and Jordan Poole. I didn't expect them to play that bad, especially after Clay went off and went game two when he had 30 points, eight threes. I thought, oh, yeah, he back. And he just never played like that again. What do you mean, especially Clay? Because he went three for 18 in an elimination game. What about the other games? He performed way better than Jordan Poole. Jordan Poole been asked this whole playoff. I was just disappointed in both of them. But I'm, They're both disappointed. They're both disappointed. I, I think Jordan Poole was more disappointing. Like, really? I think it's Clay. Cause I mean, Clay, he, yeah, game six, it was, a, it was just horrible. But at least other games, he performed and showed up somewhat. Jordan Poole was just a non-factor. I mean, but did you have high expectations for Poole in the first place? Man, I would if I was the Warriors paying him that much money. I mean, you got to think about that. You put yeah. that much fucking money and you're investing in this motherfucker and this is what you get. True. Yeah, we can't forget. Remember when Stephen Curry went down in like the middle of the season and Jordan Poole was going crazy. He was Absolutely averaging crazy. down here 30, <laughs> looking like Stephen Curry's like twin out there. And you just didn't see that this series at all. For whatever all. reason. But uh, I'm really impressed with the Lakers. Like, as much as y'all say that I hate on them and I shit on them. Nah, they they, they got something for real. Dennis Schroeder on the defensive end, he's a dog, bro. I didn't, I didn't see that out of Dennis Schroeder. I guess I just ain't been paying attention to him like that. But, yeah. And then D'Lo, when he has it on, you know, he adds, like, another element to the Lakers scoring-wise. And he's going to have to show up versus a Nuggets big time because you're going against Jamal Murray. And Jamal Murray, likewise, is going to have to show up, but I'm jumping the gun. But I don't know. Um, that's what I thought about the series. And I see how important AD is. And for the first time in a really long time, I would say that LeBron is not the most important player in a series in his career anymore. Any other year, I would have been like, LeBron is the main X factor. He's the one that's going to show up. It's not like that anymore. 
it's kind of like he's for me he's you know what you're gonna get from him at the end of the day yeah but i'm expecting ad to perform like to me he's the best player on the lakers and he's like the most critical when it comes to them winning yeah i agree i do feel like ad is the i mean he should be the best player he should have been even in 2020 lebron shouldn't be the first option or the best player on your on a team at this point in his career, but he has shown that he has, you know, they're pretty much head to head, but AD, if AD is able to dominate and play his game, there's no question that the Lakers are winning at all, you know. it's um At this point, I'm pretty confident in what AD has shown so far in his playoff series, and not even AD, but just the Lakers in general. I know that we said it before um, a while, like me and Ish said that the Lakers are going to win the finals, but the reason I say that and the reason why I'm so confident is I just feel like they have so many pieces, right? Um, you don't have to expect 30 from LeBron each and every night. There's been games where the Lakers have won, AD hasn't even really been dominant. There's been games where D-Lo has stepped up, Dennis Schroeder stepped up, you know, Lonnie Walker the other game, you know, they see the deal against the Warriors. They just have so many pieces, mm-hmm. and they're just so versatile. You know, Rui Hachimori, from top to bottom, they just have so many pieces that they can interchange, and they all play defense. They all know their roles. And their defense, they've still had the best defense in the you know, in the playoffs still. So it's just the matchups as well. You know, the team that they're matching up against, I feel like the Lakers are a bad matchup for the Nuggets. But I guess we'll, we can talk about that. You think they're a bad matchup for the Nuggets? Yeah, I don't I don't think that Jokic wants to see AD because, well, I'll leave it at that. I just feel like he has know, to work bro. hard. Speaking <laughs> of that matchup, bro. That's what we're going to be looking at. AD yeah. is going to be going against... Jokic mm-hmm. right now and potentially in the finals he he's either going to go against Al Horford or Bam and all of them none of them can hold AD as, as great as they can be they're not going to hold AD and don't forget that Anthony Davis is also one of the best defensive big men so when it comes to that matchup and he gets all them rebounds, too, when he really goes after them. He, what, he got, like, 20? Yeah, multiple 20-point rebound games. He I, gets, I mean, he is the best defensive player right now. Uh, he gets blocks. He alters shots so you don't go in there because he's more than likely going to contest and throw it off. So when it comes to that, I just don't see, I don't know, Jokic might give him the best best run for his money. I think so. I mean, I feel like Jokic... Deserve. I mean, it's pretty much the MVP as well right now. Um, if we didn't even be didn't win it, but um, I just feel like Jokic is gonna have to work so hard, you know, on both ends, right? Right. He has to not only worry about offensively playmaking and scoring the ball, rebounding, whatever. He also has to play defense now against AD, and that's kind of gonna wear him out. But I would say, besides AD, the Lakers really don't have another body to put on Jokic as well. So he's gonna take advantage of that. They might. Throw Thompson on him, you know, just because a big body, you know. <laughs> but, you know, Thompson, it, that's just the big body. That's the only reason they'll have him out there. But it's going to be a big sack of meat getting pushed around and yeah, fucked sure. up. Uh, AD, what, what worries about AD is, again, he has those up and down, up and down. Mm. Homie, you can't play like that against Jokic. Jokic hasn't had a bad game yet in the playoffs, yet. So... Offensively, I have way more confidence in Jokic. And y'all said that AD is going to make Jokic work. Jokic is going to make AD work. Right. He's gonna that's what I'm that saying. Work. I think he's he's but the number one guy that's going to give him a run for his money. What makes it so, like, 
fun to see this matchup is that AD has gone against Xavier Tillman. And for all respects for Kevon Looney, like he he he's a dog, bro. But at the end of the day, he's not like a top center in the league. And so has Jokic. I mean, he's gone against Rudy Gobert, but he had his way against Rudy Gobert easily. Um, and DeAndre mm-hmm. Aiden. So both of them haven't haven't seen an elite center until they're matching up right now against mm-hmm. each other. So I think that's what makes it so so fun to watch. And while I don't want to really predict anything, because <laughs> I'm just trying to like observe and like and just soak this in and it's gonna be it's gonna be a crazy matchup. Lakers and six. It's gonna be a fun matchup for sure. If we get two game sevens, I'm gonna be so happy, bro. I'm gonna no, be so fucking be happy. Lakers and six, man. I'm telling you. Yeah, I don't see it going to game seven. I don't see either series going to game seven. I don't know, but Celtics, Celtics and Heat, bro, I don't know. That's gonna be that's just, man. That's gonna it can be, be what I don't know. It could be five, it can be six, it can it's be gonna, seven. It's gonna be a gritty, gritty matchup. They're gonna that it's gonna be gritty, bro. It's like any so far the two series that the Heat have played in played in, it's been gritty, bro. They've yeah. been gritty. Low scoring. Culture. Low scoring. They you play to their tempo, grittiness, like for real. And the uh, Nuggets and Lakers, I see that one going seven. If anything, I would see that one going seven for sure. Six. <laughs> Both series going to six. Lakers and Celtics. I'm just trying to see a good series, man. <laughs> I'm going to play in neutral. I'm going to play in the neutral zone. You just got to wait, what, 24 hours? I'm in Cancun already, bro. <laughs> That's Cancun. I'm done. Bruh. What do y'all think about um, the Suns firing Monty Williams? Um, oh, man. Or just dismissing a, him. Just another case of Hey, that's fucked up to say he's been dismissed. It's just like, another damn. case of of the coach getting scapegoated, bro. Honestly. Um, I think Monty Williams is like their uh, like percentage wise their most winningest coach in history. And you yeah. fire him over a bad series against the best team in the West where you're too best players had only played like 20 games together barely and you fire him i mean at the end of the day monty williams wasn't the problem he's not the problem it's the structure of the team and bro they're about to have so many free agents tj warren's gone terrence ross is gone josh okogie's gone damian lee's gone totally those six players kd campaign uh devin booker deandre aiden um chris paul are the only team, the only players that are gonna stay on the fucking team. And sham it. They're the only team that they're the only six players they're keeping. Yeah. They're about to have nine empty roster spots. Mm-hmm. And you fire Monty Williams. James Harden gonna be one of them. I mean, you might as well blow it up. Um you said blow it up. Yeah. Hold blow on, that bitch bro. up. Keep that Hold six on, and blow man. all that shit up. I, I think I, I don't say blow up, but I think don't what the fuck you fire Monty Williams for? Oh no, that's just stupid. That was kind of stupid, bro. I think what they saw was back-to-back years or just every time that the Suns have something to prove they just don't show up and this was the worst game that they had in the series this game game seven so it was just the look it's just a bad look you can't get blowed out by 30 points you know you can't you just can't do it so I think that's why they had to point the finger towards somebody can't point it at Katie you can't point at Devin Booker can't really point it at Chris Paul he was injured yeah what are you gonna point it at Aiden, no. I mean, he's kind of getting the point, kind of. But yeah. you can't, you can't fire him. <laughs> he's under contract. Yeah. Shit, they're gonna trade his ass. So they got rid of Monty Williams, which is crazy because all of these coaches of the years are coaches of the, you know, fi- these coaches of the year finalists are all getting fired. All these coaches win a ring, and then the next year they're fired. I don't know what's going on with that, but 
I don't know. I just feel like they just feel like nobody's safe. Yeah, nobody's safe in money. We just had to go there. Mm. It's just a disappointing loss. I would love to see him go to Philadelphia once Doc Rivers gets fired. <laughs> I don't know why. I would like to see Monty Williams go to, Man, go to the really? Sixers. Yeah. I think they need it. They probably more than they need to change of voice in the locker room. Get Doc Rivers out of there. Just put Doc Rivers as an analyst or something on TV. <laughs> Crazy though, but all these superstars or all the teams that we had like in the Western Conference or just in the West, Western playoffs in general. All these stars are like gone, you know, Katie. I mean, yeah, Katie's now gone. Devin Book is gone. Kyrie and Luca's gone. Yeah. So it's like, bro, all these teams that we thought would make it that far, they just didn't show up. Three of the superstars left have never won a championship. Yeah, Jimmy kind of. Butler wonder. has never won one. Jason Tatum's never won one. And Jokic has never won one. That'll be interesting. The, Lake, the Lakers are the only ones that have won one recently. Dang. Those players, they're not going to get a winning either. The Lakers gonna get another one. <laughs> I'm telling you right I'm now. Back. But uh, it does make me question about Damn. like legacy though. You know, because the Phoenix Suns, they have a lot of players who need rings, right? Chris Paul and Devin Booker. And Kevin Durant. I feel like he needs a ring as well. I know he got two with the Warriors, but I'm not gonna count those. So yeah, we can save that for the summertime when the season's over. I'm not Shit. Uh, I'm fine. <laughs> I feel, I'm pretty adamant. I'm pretty adamant about that. Anyway, we're gonna have to revisit that whole situation. We should do that on the podcast. A little segment, revisit, revisit the past years, kind of sh- refresh our yeah. brains on shit that happened. Been a while, right? Like the 15 Hawks, when like the whole <laughs> everybody but Damari Carroll was an All Star and they got swept by the fucking by the Cavaliers. <laughs> Best team in the East. Mike Mike Budenholzer was a coach, bro. Isn't it crazy? Like the the past. Five coaches that coach a championship team are off their team now. Mike Budenholzer, Nick Nurse, uh, Frank Vogel got fired. And who else? And Steve Kerr's the only one that stays. Is it Dwayne Casey? No, nah, it was Nick Nurse. Oh, yeah, Raptors, yeah, yeah. With the Raptors. Yeah. And they say he might go coach for Suns. Man, yeah. Nick's- I think Katie likes him and shit. Who knows, man? We're about to see some changes. A lot of teams are gonna get some changes. Draymond Green gonna go to the Lakers. Stop it. <laughs> Draymond see, Green stay where he at. I see him in like Detroit. Detroit. <laughs> May want to be a bad boy. Or Orlando. I don't know. Just see him somewhere. Put bro. him on a young team. Yeah. <laughs> Bring to Memphis. <clears throat> yeah, hey, I ain't gonna lie. That would be funny as fuck. That would be funny. Now, speaking of Draymond, I think um, I saw something where it was like. The Warriors, there's just a lot of different things going on with the Warriors this season, too, and that could have just attributed to their downfall, like with Draymond's punching Jordan Poole in the face. Yeah, I saw something say Gary Payton said when he returned to the Warriors team, the energy and vibe was just off. He felt like everyone's kind of standoffish into themselves. So, like, Damn. there are a lot of, like, just hidden things that were going on with the Warriors that we really never saw. And, of course, Andrew Wiggins had that personal issue. Clay has been in the slump pretty much his higher – like playoff series, so yeah, back to that dynasty is gone now, bro. Nothing lasts forever. Yeah, nothing lasts forever. It's one of the last 